inside Hallis Hall as well. We took in really one of the last uh, training camp practices of this year, if you can believe it. It's only August 10th. They have a community day on Monday after they play. Um, but that's it. They do have the training camp practices in Indy. But the fans will basically not be back till next year. No, that's it. Um, it, it, it comes and goes quickly now. I mean, the training camp is a lot different than it was several years ago. It is totally different. It, it is. It lasts a lot shorter. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with Yurko that they need to go somewhere. I wish they would practice harder. Um, I'm all for, I'm always pro player. I would always like to. I, I'm I'm for player rights. I think that the players um, deserve everything that they bargain for. Um, I don't. I think they've put too much stock into fighting for stuff that's le- not as valuable. Yes, like l- lackadaisical preseason schedules. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, save save your ammunition for something more important. Yes, yes. Like 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 all like the salary cap and right. oh and, instead and, of and X amount game schedules yes. coming down the line. What we want is only eleven padded practices. Yes. Wait, wait what? Yes. Yes. Look, and I think Yurko's point was was an individual like I and I agree and maybe others don't. I I liked not that I liked Platteville, Wisconsin. They were very pleasant people when we were there. But for me, that was I. I liked getting away. There was no family. There was no distraction. There was no nothing. You were there to do your job. And for somebody, I'm sure for the grizzled veterans who didn't have to worry about their job, they may have liked to have been closer to home where they had a family at the time. You know, for me, I didn't have kids early in my career, and I just wanted to get there and go to work. And I loved hanging out with the guys. So. I enjoyed my experience, so I understand what what Yurko's saying. Me too, me too, and I loved covering yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary, though. No, I don't think like it... like what I think is missing more so than anything. Like if I were to rank what's missing most from training camp in twenty twenty three, I think it's it's playing football. Well, I don't and, think you're really playing football in training camp. Pat, the designer, and I were having this discussion earlier. It's like. If you made me choose between the way we did it back in the late 80s and early 90s and the way they do it now, I'd choose now because I think that we've learned and we've evolved. But I do believe that there is a – if I could choose the ultimate, it would be something in the middle. Yes. Like, I think that, that it was hideous what we did back in the yes. day. And we've learned from it. We, this, the science, you know, of the body and learning how to recover and, like, listen, we'd be out there for three hours in the morning, an hour in in the middle of the day for, for special teams, and then a two-and-a-half-hour practice with a passing emphasis at night. And the way we recovered, you jumped in this giant, rusty metal container of cold water and ice. Like, that's, like, that's how we did it. I'm not suggesting that... They were punishing us, but that's all we knew. That was your recovery. Now, chamber. now they obviously have have you know the science of of you know recovery and everything else that has helped. So I think that for me, because I do believe that there is an there is a necessary benefit to having physical practices at times. You don't need to do two a days for ten straight days, but what they do right now, I'm not so sure it gets you ready to play 
early in the season, but I think that their perspective is is that we're going to take the you know, we're going to take the the long-term view of this. And I think a lot of teams even in the league are okay that they're not 100% up ramped up and up to speed when the ball kicks off yeah. in the opening game of the season. Yeah. It was still great uh, to be out here. A, a ton of fans out there today. Today was one of the I thought busier fan days that I've seen. Yeah. We saw a lot of great Waddle and Sylvie fans. A lot of people stopped me today, wore my Team Mongo shirt. I saw. I took a picture with somebody. I went up to them who was wearing a Steve McMichael jersey, Perfect. the old school '76. I I tweeted out the selfie uh, with me and him and uh, tweeted it out. I think August 22nd is the day that we're going to find out if Mongo goes from being a finalist to being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I hope that football justice is served on that day and Steve finally gets the recognition that he so rightfully deserves. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, and it, it was it was uh, great to see so many fans and say hi to a lot of fans today. But it's over. Yeah, basically. Basically, we'll be out at Soldier Field uh, on Saturday. That will be the first day that we... We get into action. Black and Abdal will start things at 8 in the morning. Uh, I'll be out there with Dion Miller, and uh, we had a meeting today for our entire pregame show. Lance Briggs was on Zoom. Uh, Jay Mack was with us here. What a joy. Joniak it's, it, and Thayer. I didn't know Jason very well. I mean, just to say hi prior to like two, three, four weeks ago. It's been a joy to get to know him. Jason McKee. What a cool guy he is. Yes, he knows football. He, he's a head coach for Carmel, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got a good staff. We were talking about his team. Olin's on his staff. Rasheed Davis, I, uh, I believe, is his offense coordinator as well, but he's a neat guy with a ton of knowledge. And I isn't, think isn't Adam Hogue on his staff too? I think so. I think he. I don't know if he still is, but okay. I think he was for a time. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. So. And he'll he'll be doing sidelines for us. We'll yeah. be in action for the first time. Um, like this is a very historic day for the radio station on Saturday. Um, I know it's just preseason for for the Bears, but for us, it's you know it's it's going to be just such a big day for this radio station. You're like a rookie. It's like a rookie. You know, for some of the veterans, maybe it's not as important. But like, if you're a rookie trying to make the team. You know, Saturday is a really big day. Like for us, our radio station, this is the, yes, the inaugural show. Yes. This is your rookie show. We're going to make some mistakes. We're going to make some rookie mistakes. You may not. But we're going to. Uh, You're going to nail it. But where the effort is going to be there. Absolutely. The try hard is going to be there. And uh, we're going to, by opening day, we're going to re- be ready to to crush it against the Packers. I think you're going to have some things to talk about, too. I really oh, do. I yeah, mean, there's no obviously doubt. the ones are going to, those that are available and are healthy are going to play limited snaps, but they're going to play. I just think there's so much more intrigue attached to this season. I think, you know, Adam Johns, who was with us earlier, even talked about it. Like last year, you knew you were in a full rebuild. One of the questions of camp was how many of these veterans are going to be here? Will they be moved out? Will Robert Quinn be traded and win? Will Roquan sign an extension? Or what? Like now, you're going to get a chance to see some meaningful play. Whether Justin plays a series or, or two series and DJ Moore plays, whatever it is, you got Darnell Wright that you want to watch. You want to see Braxton Jones continue to develop. You want to see Tyler Scott, the rookie wide receiver, who's who's raised some eyebrows out here and caught some people's attention. You got Stevenson, you're one of your cornerbacks who was a second round pick. Like there are some exciting players 
that I think that it's you like should be excited to watch. It's like the build-up point, yeah. right? Like last year we were still in the – I mean, it was only the first year of this. It was more of the tear-down part. Right. This is now the fun stuff. This yes. is the building-up part of it. Who can play? And now – not right. Not everyone's going to be able to play, but we're going to see, like last year, hey, Brisker's a player. Yeah. And that's part of a build-up. We got a core guy now. There's a core guy on this. Who else is going to be at it? We know DJ Moore is going to be a core guy. Yeah. Who else are going to be establish themselves as core guy? It's a build-up part. It's going to be a lot of fun. We we mentioned before the break, I heard Cap and Hoodie talk about it. I noticed this on Twitter. People were tweeting about this yesterday. That the Bears have officially moved from the C to the Bear Head logo as their primary logo. I guess teams have to file this. Um, like a primary and a secondary logo. So for the people on Twitch, I know I grew up in the 70s, and the bear, the longtime bear logo, and if, you, if you're listening on radio, you could probably just put it in your mind and think about what it looks like. Uh, if you grew up here, you know it. And when you're not, just Google it at home if you can't think of it. But it, it's that orange... Mainly orange with some blue Bears head logo. It's just the Bears. It's a good head. logo. I mean, it's I like what it. I, 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 I'll never forget. I had the ski hat, the the winter hat with the little palm on top of it, and it had the that bear head logo right on the front. We all had it in the seventies. We had two things. You had to have a Walter Payton jersey, and you had to have the Bears uh, head ski cap, ski hat for the winter days. That's what we had. Um, it's a good logo. I like it. But So this is now, I guess, their primary logo. The C is now their secondary logo, but they have said they're not moving away from the C on uniforms or the helmet. The helmet right. And I thought that that was when I heard that they were going to use the bear head as the primary logo, I, I was skeptical that, like, then the question became, would they, at some point, would that become the decal on the side of the helmet? And I was very skeptical that that would ever even be considered. And they've said, no, the C is going to stay on the helmet. So, Do you buy it? I do. I think that this... Why, why change it then? Why, not sure. I mean, I'm not sure. But they've told you they're not going to change the C on the helmet. So um, I don't believe that will ever be considered. Do you think we'll get... Like, a lot of Bears fans have wanted an alternative uniform, an alternate uniform. I heard they've said no, that they're not going to do that. It's only historic uniforms. I believe that is. That's all they want. They don't want to create, like, a a city connect or an alternate current uniform. And they just want, if, if they do do a different uniform, it will be... An old school uniform. Yeah, like a throwback. A throwback. That's what I hear. Like, I mean, look, I, I don't think that those are bad ideas, for whether it's baseball or it's the NBA, whatever the case may be. I think the NFL is like, look, we, 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 we're, we're swimming in cash. So we really don't even. But maybe they do. Maybe they decide all the teams, we're going to have an alternate jersey and we're going to sell more of these. And that's what it's all about. When did the orange jersey happen? That was always an, that's an alternate, isn't it? I don't know if they refer to that as a is do they refer to that as a throwback? Cuz didn't I'm that happen the, like mid 2000s? I I always feel you know who I think of with the alternate jer- the the orange jersey? Cuddy? Uh, uh I, before Cuddy even. I think of Nathan Vasher. Really? 
because I believe it was Nathan Vasher who ran back like a hundred and eight yard against San Francisco, right? Yes, in the wind game, he was yeah, before Hester ran back like a one oh nine return. I want to say in like the two thousand five or six season, Vasher had a return uh, right before a half or something like that against San Francisco. I think it was in the orange right around Halloween, and that's what I think of. I think a Nathan Vasher orange uniform. I I'd like to get rid of those and come up with a cooler alternate uniform. See, I'm one of the very few. I know that like there's only a couple of us out there that I I don't mind the the orange. In fact, I kind of like it. Do? I don't mind the orange helmet either. Orange I know that helmet. everyone was like, this is this is way too bright, but I didn't mind that either. Okay, but I don't think that I don't think that they they've said, haven't they? Hasn't the team said that they're not going to produce an alternate uniform as of now? Maybe I, I think so. No, mind. no, I think you're right. I mean, maybe they change that when they open up the new stu- uh, stadium. Maybe when this new stadium is open for for business, that's when they decide. It's a new day here in Chicago with a new stadium for our Chicago Bears. Who's your favorite uniform in the NFL? Wow. Um, Chargers, part of blue, like probably, the baby blue. Yeah, probably the old school Charger baby like, blue. I think they're wearing those a couple of times. Yeah. Well, I like to see that with some of the teams, they're bringing back some of these old school ones, like the the Seahawks are bringing back their throwback one. Um, the, the Patriots, Patriots have old a great school one. one is always a very popular yeah. one. And the one that I want to see the Bears bring back, it's my favorite jersey in all of Chicago sports. It is the navy with the orange numbers. The it's like the 1940s monsters I, I like of the Midwest. I like those too. Yeah, I love those jerseys. They, I think they brought the, best the ju- ju- like when Julius. I didn't they wear those like around the 2010 season? Because yes. mm-hmm. I thought of that. They I were think Cutler, of, Marshall, yes. Forte, like it, that yes. era of Bears. Yes, and the Julius Peppers. Mm-hmm. I remember wearing that around around that too. I do like that jersey. I would love to see that one get brought back. Yeah, bring it. Like I like that jersey. That that's a good jersey. Um, very simple, very basic. Yeah, simple, basic, good. Yeah. And it's got the prime colors, the 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 blue and the orange. Do you know what I want to see? I want to see them win more games. And then whatever they're wearing, I don't care. Yes. It could be wearing tuxedo T-shirts over top their pads. That's a good point. And helmets that are in the shape, or in the, at least they are decorated like one of Papa Bear's fedoras. I don't care. I just want to see them win more games. They should bring like back 12, 12 wins. Yes. They should bring back 13. Yeah. 13 wins. And I just, I love when everyone, those gets, oh, everyone gets gassed up. Those are ugly. These are great. You know what I want? I want a consistent run of about 11, 11 wins a season. And you can wear whatever you want. You can wear full pajamas. I don't care. They should bring back a Super Bowl team. That yes, would be cool. That would be great. Again, you can pull over. How about a tuxedo T-shirt with your number on it? As long as you're winning and you're taking us to the postseason every year, I don't care what you're playing in. By the way, training training camp coverage uh, right here on ESPN 1000. Brought to you by our great friends and partners at Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. By the way, tickets are still on sale for Football Fest. I tweeted about it. You can check it out on my Twitter page. I should put that on the top of my Twitter page and and pin it there so you get the link. Did we get any numbers yesterday? The first, I think, 25 got a meet and greet and a picture. 
And then the next 25 get a Theragun body massage from you. you got to provide the Theragun. I've got it. Yeah, oh, i yeah. got a Theragun. we got to charge that thing up. Uh, I have not heard from Danny Zetterman how many we sold if we reached 50 from yesterday. Buy your tickets right now for August 27th. That's where we're going to be at the Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. And uh, not only will you get to see Waddle and me and Tyler and Meller and Charlie. Charlie, Charlie you're going to be there, right? Charlie goes everywhere with us. That's great. I think Charlie's so, doing stand-up, right? Yeah. Charlie's Are you doing a tight five set. again? Tight seven. Seven. Last year he did a little stand-up tight five. Now he's doing a tight seven. He's going to be in the back seat of my car on the way to the train because as I walked out of the last break, he goes, I smell like effing garbage. Is that what you, you said, effing garbage? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Why do you, did you not wear deodorant today? I did. I did. Hold on, what number are you, one? He's, he's one. He's number one in your heart and your playbook. Go ahead. No, I did. I was just, I sweat a lot. I'm out in the sun all day. Um, yeah, it, I don't smell great, but I, I had deodorant. I didn't bring did it. Did you shower today? Yeah, I showered this the, morning. The shower should last you to no, not smell not, like uh, garbage. Yeah, not these, uh, not these pores. No. I can't wait to drive him to the uh, train station. He, I'm telling you, he's going to sit in the back. Well, the windows roll down. <laughs> Maybe have a waddle show I'm for you. I'm going to stick my head out like a dog, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not driving right into a telephone pole. It's good. Like Go a, faster. Like a true Uber. You yeah. sit in the back. That's great. No, he's not going to sit in the back. I was yeah, I was hoping the uh we could do like the uh the skateboard on the back of the scooter today. I don't have a skateboard. But well, I we'd and, find one. Yeah. You were a skateboard kid, weren't you? I tried. I was really bad at it, but <laughs> I definitely went for the look. Like, I remember being so excited about these Vans sneakers I had, and I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care about anything. And then uh, <laughs> then my mom was like, hey, I saw your report card. Like, get it together. Wait a second. You thought because you had Vans sneakers it was okay for, for you not to go to class and do well no, in school? No, it wasn't that I, I wasn't doing homework. Like, I would just not do my homework. What were you doing? Just looking at your shoes? Yeah, just showing off the Vans, playing basketball outside, trying to figure out how to skateboard. And Vans sneakers. Well. Yeah. Just don't give a damn yeah. in school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did a science fair project that was does toast always land butter side down? And Excuse my, me. And my mom was like, "What, what was is, it? What, was what your, is this project? What was your science experiment? Does toast always land butter side down? What does that mean? You've never heard that that phrase or that like myth that like t- whenever you drop toast, it always lands butter side. Why? Down. Because it's heavier. Well, yeah. Well, it's not true. It's just a myth. But uh, well, I, that's thanks, what I was. Thanks to my scientific research, we found out. I found it not to be true. How is that science? That's not science. <laughs> I applied. I applied the scientific method. Which, which was I, I what? Which was I don't what? remember what it was. Because, it was but I had some sweet van sneakers yeah. on when I was doing it. Yeah. Eating breakfast, realize you hadn't done your homework. It's like, oh my god, I got to throw something together. I literally, we had to, we had to come up with a like we had to pitch it to the, or we had to have our idea of what it was going to be. And the teacher went around the class, and I was like, oh my god, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I completely forgot about this, so I just did. No, just toast, toast. Always laying butter side down. And what did your teacher say? Not, Get out. Not much. Get out. Get out. <laughs> there were a lot of kids in that class. I could kind of fly under the radar. <laughs> what grade was this? Seventh grade. <laughs> Why does the number of kids in the class allow you to fly under the radar with crappy uh, crappy suggestions? There was just a lot of, uh, I don't know. Lot going on. Charlie, because 
you get a bunch of if there's like 30 kids in the class you know i'm not gonna have the best idea but i'm also not yeah, gonna have exactly. the worst idea who had the worst idea was there one worse than that i mean there were a couple i remember there were a couple kid kids. was talking about his bagel and cream cheese yeah well there were a couple ideas where like people just didn't have one but uh i don't i don't remember i don't think i think i titled it mind your toast or something like that <laughs> did you get an f I think I got well. I think I got like a B or, or whatever the a equivalent. B. You got bumped down a grade. Yeah, because we didn't do the letter grade, so it was just like pass, exceptional, and Charlie. Fine. Yeah. Then it's just <laughs> like pass, fail, and Charlie. And then it, yeah. Then it was like I don't even think you did his best. Like I don't think we can do that here. <laughs> Charlie's hilarious. But you had some sweet snakes. Yeah, I had some vans. Yeah, pretty cool. I had checkerboard on them. <laughs> So you could see that type of comedy. <laughs> That's that, right. Seven minutes worth. <laughs> yes. Yes. You thought that was good. Yeah. Wait till you attend the uh, awesome. Uh, hey, here's a bit for you. Don't football take, fest. Don't take a shower between now and football fest. That would be great. See what you can grow on your body. Oh, <laughs> what kind of fungus? Hard Rock Casino, NorthernIndiana.com to buy your tickets. So we'll have Barstool Big Cat there, Adam Schefter, Field Yates, Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer. Uh, J-Mac will be there as well. Uh, our whole crew, it's going to be awesome. You'll have a chance to meet all of us. We're going to have a blast. Tickets are only 10 bucks. can buy your tickets again at Hard Rock Casino, NorthernIndiana.com or Ticketmaster. We've got Hot Take Time Machine still to come. Oh, We're going to crosstalk as well. Um, you guys, uh, Tyler, are you on today with a full uh, show? We actually have uh, Bears Weekly tonight. Oh, Bears Weekly's coming up. Does Joniak do that from upstairs? Or is he at home? He's probably nestled in his bear cave at home. Oh, okay. In Does he have a home bear cave? He's got to have a home bear cave. Maybe. Hmm. So uh, Bears Weekly coming up uh, at 6 o'clock. Uh, we've got Hot Take Time Machine next. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. We're not supposed to leave. And now... It's time for a trip to the past. I don't understand how we back in time. I'm so scared. Come on, I really gotta be the a- says it. Must be some kind of hot tub time machine. Oh, no, no, no. Not a hot tub time machine. I'll be back. It's a hot take time machine. Well, more accurately, travel back in time. We can't travel into the future. When we go back and examine what the hell was being talked about and said. (laughs) That was the day I invented time travel. It's time for the ESPN Chicago Hot Take Time Machine. We have to go back, Kate. Presented by Waddle and Sylvie. We have to go back. I said, baby, 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 oh, Right, Hot Take Time Machine is brought to you by Grand and Western Liquors. Uh, I just talked to Alex the other day. I'm stopping by there in the next week or so, picking up some stuff. I got, uh, I am picking, uh, waddle up some scotch as well. Oh, God bless you. Yes, Belvini 12 year. Thank you. Um, be caller six right now. 
and you'll win a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors. Uh, Caller 6. Grand and Western is where I shop to get all my alcohol needs, and Lord knows I have lots of needs. Uh, Whether it's wine, whether it's spirits, whether it's beer. And football season is upon us, guys. Are you ready for the football season? You need to be. Go to Grand and Western Liquors at the corner of? Grand and Western. In the heart of Chicago, and they pass the savings along to you the way it is supposed to be. So because it's Caller 6, that means this uh, hot take or tweet was sent from my account six years ago. Mm. So that is 2017. Is that uh, Cubs-related, Tyler? It is not. And, in fact, today we don't have just one tweet. Oh, boy. We have a whole damn tweet storm. Oh, 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 on this day. Is it football-related? It is football-related. Six years ago. What happened? Well, this is before. Is there a uh, trade? This is before Matt Nagy. This is a year before Matt Nagy. Oh, let me. I, I got it. I bet you I know. Go ahead. This is when. John Fox was the coach, and Mitch Trubisky was a rookie, and this is probably the game where they put Mitch back in in the fourth quarter. This is, yes, indeed. This is uh, Mitch Trubisky's first preseason game. And you have a whole storm of tweets here, starting with the two-minute drill at the end of the first half. All right, so go ahead. Let's hear this. All right, number one, two-minute drill for Trubisky. Love it. Let's go. He led a, a two-minute drill touchdown to close out that. Let's go. Next he's, up. He's our quarterback of the future. Let's go. Even Josh Bellamy is good with Trubisky. It's on. Let's effing go. Hey, Field Yates, should I draft Trubisky in the first or second round of my fantasy draft? <laughs> <laughs> then down the stretch, sets up perfectly for a touchdown and two-point conversion for Trubisky. Next up, have you ever been glued to TV on the final play of an exhibition game number one? And the cap it off, hey, at the cap man, meet me for a SIG and some Halo Top. Wow, what's Halo Top? Remember that was the no-fat ice cream? They still have it. They Do they? Yeah. It made my stomach really, really bad, though. It like has this like wow, weird, you, but, like preservative. So this wasn't then the game where they put him back where in. Where they put him back in. Do you remember there was a game where they started him or something and they put him in in the end. So this wasn't that game when I was pissed. No, this was I this think this is pure happiness. Well, right, right because that later time is you didn't want to get the future MVP several times over, injured in a meaningless game. Do you remember that controversy? I do, yeah. When he played well early, yeah. then they put him on the bench. And then they brought him back in. And then they brought him in because something happened yeah. and they needed him to – and then they threw it with him, like in the fourth quarter of a meaningless preseason game. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, this was his first ever game in a Bear uniform. Wow. First time we ever saw Mitch Boy, in a Bear uniform. 18 for 25, 166 yards and a touchdown, led three scoring drives. Was that against Tennessee? It was against Denver. Denver. This was the Victor Cruz touchdown, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vic, look at you, Charlie. I remember. Charlie had himself a Trubisky jersey. You know he did. I don't know. I never got one because my whole thing was as soon as I buy a, a player, like a modern Bears, like a, a player currently on the team, they're immediately going to be bad. So I've just had this Walter Payton jersey for like seven years now because he can't be bad. He hasn't played in a pretty long time. 
I think it's. I don't think it's you. Yeah, I, I think, think it's you. just the Bears player. I just yeah. can't get it out of my head though. Like I can't buy a Fields jersey, uh, like unless he wins a Super Bowl, and then I'll. I'll but then you're a bandwagon guy. Jersey. I'm not a bandwagon guy. I'm looking out. I'm looking out for the boys. I don't think it's you ruining them. I just think they've had a lot of bad players. That's. I mean, possibly. can we get back to Sylvie being infatuated with Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> How By the you, way, no. But no, what listen. don't you like about eighteen? But now, no. Remember the the alternative was. Mike Lennon. Yes. Do people forget as well? Like, I brought this up the other day. In Mitch's second season, Mitch was, was ranked third in total QBR. Like, Mitch had a two-to-one to touchdown ratio, and I believe he completed like 66 or 67% of his passes in that year. But yet, th- again, even with those numbers, you could still poke holes in the game and – we were still skeptical of of right. what we I, were watching. Yeah, and I think that there was obviously a lot of Kool-Aid drinking. There was oh, a, some yeah. tongue-in-cheek stuff there, too. But we all wanted to believe. You know what I mean? Like, there was – there we all – we had no choice. What could we do at that point? We wanted it to be there, and that was his first game as a Bear. What We, were, we weren't hating right away. We were just over-loving. 18 of 25 is yeah. good. It's the yeah. honeymoon, right? Like, yeah. There's, there's nothing more exciting probably than a new quarterback in town, like one that you can actually believe in. Absolutely. And and, and if there was something out there that could bring Sylvie and Cap together, it was solid quarterback play from Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. You, there aren't many tweets out there asking Cap to get together. For a cigarette and some uh, low-fat dessert. <laughs> For anything, really, but especially that. Right. A sick and some halo. Bizarre that is- <laughs> you guys are partying tonight, aren't you? No, I- no, 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 no. We're getting the good stuff. Get yeah. the halo time. Yeah. Listen, maybe you were the one that in, that initiated the, the, the Trubisky love, and maybe Cap just no, cl- I don't was think- clinging to it forever. No. I rem- I, when I was watching um, Hard Knocks the other day, Solomon Thomas was featured in one scene. Did you see it? I did. Oh, and yes, it, yes, I did see and it. And it rekindled yeah. the, the draft vibes from 2017. Yes. Because that's who the Bears were projected to take that year. That's right. And number two. We actually and thought, number I three, think, number we, three. Didn't we think that they moved up to draft Solomon, Solomon Thomas? And we're like, we thought. You're, you're moving up a spot to take Solomon Thomas? Right. What are you doing that for? Yeah. Um, Here comes Mitchell. Look, what, do you do you remember your Mercury Links that you drove? Absolutely. Do you remember when you purchased the Mercury Links? Uh, I think it was four grand. But do you remember the first time you drove it? Not really, okay. but I do remember that you know it was a stick shift, so I had to learn how to drive it. But didn't you love it the first time you drove well, it? Yeah, I'd loved anything. See, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. It was a crap car, wasn't it? Oh, totally. But did you, the first time you took it out for a spin, you loved it. That's the equivalent well, of Mitch going 18 for okay. 25 in the preseason. Time out. You just spent money on that thing. You loved that thing. I didn't spend The first the... time you took it out for a spin. Okay, time out, though. Even Let's... though it was a crap car. We got to rewind here because there was a bit of animosity, even though I was getting the opportunity to drive this car. Actually, the first car I got was the AMC Spirit. But the only reason I was driving the Spirit is because my brother thought he was Bo or Luke Duke and took the Trans Am that had the logo on top, like Smokey and the Bandit, oh. 
and rolled it a couple of times, and my dad had to get rid of it because it was too it was too powerful for a young lad. He really rolled well, a car. He, he took it into the he didn't he didn't flip it, but he took it into a ravine more than once. <laughs> you guys are the Dukes. So he he actually my dad was a car guy. And bought a Trans Am with the low, the, one of the, 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 you know, Smokey and the Bandit Trans Ams. And my brother had it and ruined it because he, did, he couldn't handle it. So by the time he was two and a half years older than me, by the time it, I was ready to drive, I got an AMC Spirit. You were so mad. He got the Smokey and the Bandit mobile. So my moral of my story here is, is, is that... No, I was I was I was very bitter about the car that I was driving because I could have had something different if my brother wasn't an ass. This is Mahomes and Trubisky. No isn't doubt. It? Yes. Exactly. I had a chance for a a Trans Am, a beautiful Trans Am with a giant end. It was I mean, it was spectacular. But my brother ruined that opportunity for us because my dad finally came after my brother tore it apart finally came to the conclusion that it it wasn't the right vehicle for anyone. So he got rid of it, and I got an AMC Spirit. So I got Trubisky. See, but that not everyone knew that Mahomes was the Trans Am at that point. Um, I would say Sean Payton knew, and so did Andy Reid. I know. No, I, I, I'm i with you that the football guy should yeah, know. Yeah, right. But me sitting in that car. Well, that's true. I thought it was, I, I thought, look, I'm, enjo- I, I'm enjoying the, the first spin here. And I, I was enjoying it. You were just, you were all in. That's the essence of hot take time machine right there, Tyler. Yeah. Job well done. <laughs> That's serious. I miss you for a smoke and some low-fat ice cream. Like, what two goobers are you? Who's smoking and then having low-fat ice cream? Oh, that's what we do in the burbs. <sighs> like, if you're smoking, you're, you're sitting down with some Ben and Jerry's smothered in fudge. <laughs> Half a pack of Marlboro Lights and some Ben and Jerry's. You and Cap rolling around on Is the- that a flavor? I think so. What would that be called, Charlie? The Marlboros and uh, and Hot cherries. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the 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 it it wouldn't be like the Stephen Colbert Ben and Jerry's. It would be the uh, the Sylvian Cap. The it'll be the Trubisky Halo Top. Yeah, there you go. You and Cap celebrating. Sold. It would, there would have Sold. to be some nuts in it. Excuse There'd me. Be nuts involved. What? what? Well, I mean, look. If you're you, t- <laughs> you're two crazy guys. You know how like the the spinning ice cream or making your own ice cream at home thing is a big thing right now, and everybody's putting you just throw like cigarette butts into it and it spins it around. <laughs> is that a big thing right now? People making their own ice cream? Yeah. The, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Tyler, you at home making your own ice cream? I'm not, but we used to every Fourth of July make our own ice cream. Wow. Back in the day, yeah. When, when you were a kid? When I was a kid, yep. Would it would it be good? It was really good. Yeah, it was like we always made like a vanilla ice cream every year, and I'm not a big vanilla person, but. The vanilla ice cream that we used to make was really good. Let me ask you a question. Do they not sell it at the uh, or the grocery store down the street? <laughs> they do, but well, they sell traditions tradition, at the cookie man. shop. Homemade cookies are good. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Man. Like, By the way, can I give you a real quick quarterback story as well? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard this. No. Let's hear Kyle Shanahan confirmed today, because I think the 49ers were practicing. Who were they practicing with today? I. Uh, were they practicing with the the Raiders, I think? But Kyle Raiders. Shanahan confirmed today that had the 49ers won the NFC Championship game, he probably would have signed Phillip Rivers out of retirement to play in the Super Bowl. 
Oh, Remember, really? Purdy got hurt, and yeah. they had no quarterbacks. He said, had they gotten past the Eagles in the NFC title game, that they were going to sign Philip Rivers out of retirement. That would have been play. crazy. That would have been a cool story. That that's didn't Indy try to do that or, or go back? Did someone try to go back to Philip Rivers? Someone at did. One point? I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah, now. and and it was like too much left in the season, but maybe because it was just the Super Bowl, yeah. Philip Rivers comes. Oh, he would have come out to play for for the 49ers in the Super Bowl yeah. for Kyle Shanahan. Full come suite, on. full of his kids. Absolutely. Watch. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Kyle. I need I need ten tickets. He's got 10 now, doesn't he? Right. Did he just have his 10th kid? I don't know. I know he's I got think he just I think had he his 10th. He almost has a starting 11. Y- yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, today is a Waddle football anniversary. Oh we just celebrated an anniversary on a hot take time machine. Now let's go back in time and celebrate something that Waddle did on the football field and then in the locker room. <laughs> we, you will hear that through the magic of tape coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Mike Ditka's troops came back with two touchdowns of their own to tie things up. And the way they, uh, this one boarded on the spectacular with time running out. And the Saints were forced to punt. Tom Waddle fumbled Tommy Bernhardt's punt, picked it up, and was off to the races. Waddle weaved his way through the Saints and raced 76 yards for the tying touchdown. 31-31. The Fumperuski on the uh, I was just playing, playing with it. By the way, in that highlight, the best part of the highlight wasn't the punt return. It was the magnificent catch on the sideline on the 25-yard comeback. That was the the play. I'm oh, you had another of. play on that game. Yes. What year was that? I don't know. Ninety two. Ninety two. That's Robert Jordan yeah. doing the uh, yeah legend. The, the sp- He's not even a sports guy. He's a no. news guy on right. GN doing the uh, Karen Jordan works at ABC Seven. His daughter, yeah. He's uh he's doing the the sports there. Yeah. And and that's not even the best thing. Abdallah would always have a lot of fun with this <laughs> when he was on the show. The best is, and you're saying this was in 92? This can't be 92. No, it wasn't 92. This was, was earlier. This is when Waddle was a young player on the Bears. Are you sure this is 92, Tyler? I thought I saw that in the, when I was cutting it. It looked. I thought I saw it was 1992. Let, let me. I didn't think it was. I thought it was earlier. I thought this it was is, 90, maybe. Yeah, because Waddle sounds like he just got off the bus from uh, Kentucky. <laughs> like he just got that one-way ticket to Chicago. Listen, I got. I told you, okay. So take this in mind when you listen to this. Right after the game, I got stung by a bee on my tongue. No, you didn't. It's not true. Don't lie. This is Waddle in the locker room talking about the punt return for a touchdown. He went, he's from Cincinnati. He spent four years in Boston. He's not off the bus from Kentucky uh, all of a sudden. And he's probably spent already a year in Chicago on the practice squad. And I don't know how the hell he sounds like this, but this is him reflecting on his big punt return. Listen to this, Hick. Uh, Waddle is known more for his great hands than his speed, but he had enough to get into the end zone. 
I still don't think I was moving too quick. I just think the guys chasing me were weren't too fast themselves. But uh, you know, you just you run like hell and try to make sure no one catches you. But uh, it don't work down. I think again. I think that there, there was something wrong with the speed yeah, of the out. of the uh, replay. Who the hell is that? <laughs> it sounds like it t- uh, Larry Bird in Winning Time. <laughs> It took me how many decades to actually get rid of the the whatever I was from back in the day? It's Johnny I mean, Appleseed. I mean, <laughs> the twang. Oh, but you should talk to my wife sometime about it. She was like, full-scale hillbilly when I met him. <laughs> Play it again. Scale Tyler, hillbilly. one more time. Uh, Waddle is known more for his great hands than his speed, but he had enough to get into the end zone. I still don't think I was moving too quick. I just think the guys chasing me were weren't too fast themselves. But uh, you know, you just you run like hell and try to make sure no one catches you. But uh, it don't work down. Maybe I was a little winded. I don't. I told you I got my tongue stung by a bee. Can you imagine if if Robert Jordan would have then said, telling all the listeners, by the way, guys. I have a crystal ball. This man is going to be on Chicago radio for the next 30 years. Get ready for this voice every day Get on your ready. ride home. You, he, he, listen to how this man sounds. He's going to be taking you home on well, your drive. Yeah, everybody, welcome, welcome up to uh, House Hall for practice today. <laughs> Good to have you. I'll be here for four hours. By the way, I'm looking at the tweet, and I'm looking at I found the video on YouTube as well. They both say 1992. 90, you've been here for four years since 89. Three, three years. 89, 90, 90 91, 92. Oh, that's true. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't believe it was 92 because I don't think I was returning punts in 92. Yeah, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah. Not in preseason. Listen, I was an accomplished veteran at the time. They didn't put us into the game late in the second half. But Harbaugh was still chucking it at that time. So I, that's why I thought I thought it was in 90. But I'm not sure. Who knows? It's amazing. <laughs> one Listen. more time. One more time. <laughs> uh, Waddle is known more for his great hands than his speed, but he had enough to get into the end zone. I still don't think I was moving too quick. I just think the guys chasing me were, weren't too fast themselves. But, uh, you know, you just you run like hell and try to make sure no one catches you. But uh, it don't There's work no down. There. There's no lie there. There you go. So this day in history... I was raving about Mitch Trubisky wanting a smoke and some sugar-free ice cream with Cap. And Waddle, way back in the day, sounded like that on yeah. this day. How far we have come in such a short period of time, right? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you to Adam Amin and Adam Johns, the Adam and Adam show today. Really good stuff. We've got uh, Bears Weekly, which is always outstanding. I don't know about that. I don't know who's going to come on tonight with uh, Jeff. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. <laughs> Tom Thayer is going to be on with Tom him. Thayer yeah. will be on, yes. yeah. I don't know. if J- is Jim Miller back, guys? Uh, on Dave today's- McGinnis on the program. Oh, Dave McGinnis is wow. going to be on the show. Is, uh, is he a coach or an analyst with the Titans? I believe he is a uh, part of the Titans radio network, yes. Awesome. Was he was the best, wasn't he, when he was here? Former like, uh, assistant coach. He was the linebacker coach. And nearly the head coach yeah. of the Chicago Bears. Always loved him. So uh, stay tuned for Bears Weekly uh, coming up next on your home for the Bears, uh, ESPN 1000. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Tyler. Thank you to Charlie. Job well done, boys. Yeah, Eric Ostrowski and Danny Zetterman helped us out today. 
as well. It was 92. He's right. But you don't even know your own history. No, it's so long ago. For Waddle, I'm Sylvia. Y'all have a great night, night. Night, night.